Hey, I'm Steve Gabriel, and I'm thrilled that we have this time together. I pray that God would help you to understand how great He is and how great His plan is for your life. Come on, let's enjoy God together. I want to start with John chapter 14, verse 27. This is what Jesus said. He said, peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. I want to talk about peace over panic. Many of us could have never imagined how this would turn out in 2020 in this season that we're in with this pandemic and the challenges that it's bringing to all of our world. The challenges that it might bring to your family, to your education, to your occupation, to all of the different things that you're facing in. And in this time of turmoil and uncertainty, Jesus is our anchor, he's our help, he's our strength, he's our hope. And so by focusing back on what Jesus said in John chapter 14, it's where I'm gonna take us and open up this scripture today. However this finds you, whether you're eating a bacon sandwich right now in your kitchen or a cup of tea or you just got some space where you're just reflecting on the day's events ahead, we wanna speak right into your world. And it's this aspect of peace when Jesus said he leaves it, leaves it with us. This peace is given to us in a way that is not like we receive other things. When Jesus said he leaves us with his peace, it means that nobody can steal it, nobody can take it away from you, nobody can and rob you of that peace because he's giving it to you. It's a bit like this, when I was born, I was given a name. My name was Stephen Dennis Gambill. I didn't choose it, I just had to receive it. It was, it was left with me. And that growing up with that name, some days I wanted to change it, some days I wanted to ignore it, but as I realized, that was my birth name. And in that same way, we were given a new name when we were born again. When we were born again, Jesus gave us his life, his eternal, everlasting, abundant life. Life that is endurable, life that is so strong, life that will forever change. And it's that focus on the enduring life of Jesus that I wanted to make sure we connect with right now. That peace concept is one that we inherit. That's why the Bible says that we are a new creation. The old is gone and the new has come. And it's that aspect of peace I'm focusing on. And my first point I wanna give you today about this is this. Receive his peace. I don't know if you've received his peace or not, but receiving peace is absolutely what we should do, not as a one-off experience, but as a constant way of life. Peace means this. It's defined as meaning tranquil, quiet, freedom from disquieting or oppressive thoughts or emotions, quietness of soul or rest. And it's this starting point for peace that we received when we asked Jesus to come into our life. But I've realized this, just because peace has a starting point, it doesn't mean that peace can at times be overwhelmed by the circumstances around us. And we're in a season now, and I've felt it personally over these last couple of weeks, when I was watching the news cycle every 15 minutes, I felt my peace be overwhelmed with panic. And that's why I wanna talk about peace over panic, because if you're a little bit like me and you love to watch the news and you've got your BBC and you've got your Sky News, all the different papers that you're reading, 
It's this sense of panic that can at times come over you. Panic means that there's a sudden or an overpowering fright that can emerge when you're unexpected and unprepared. None of us saw this COVID-19, the coronavirus coming. And it's this unexpected um, circumstance that we're being affected by right now. And that's why I've realized that panic is like a fire. As you begin to think more about the negativity, the uncertainty, the things around us that are at the moment all up in the air, that fire gets the fuel of what we're thinking and what we're meditating on and, and the conversations that we're having and the fears that are growing inside of us. And that fire can grow and it can literally overwhelm us with anxiety and depression and all kinds of unhealthy thinking. But the great news is this, peace is also like a fire. And if you make a conscious, deliberate choice not to focus on things that fuel your panic, you can focus on things that fuel your peace. And so one of the greatest ways that we can fuel our peace is to meditate on what Jesus has given us. He has given us our peace. That means that peace is with us always. It doesn't mean that it can go away. It can, it can be overwhelmed by all the different things around us. No, it's inside of us. And I think in this current climate that we're in, where fear is growing all the time, I've heard different people say that we should have no fear in our life. And, and I've just been really challenged by that because I don't think we can have no fear. I think we can have less fear. And I think we can choose to have less fear or we can be more full of fear all of the time. I mean, I have a fear of heights. It's not a radical fear of heights. I don't freak out every time I'm on a bridge or go upstairs, but if you put me on a ledge and say jump 10 feet or jump 20 feet, I guarantee you I will feel some fear. And it's this concept is there is, sometimes there's a good reason that we have fear. I just wanna let you know that the one aspect of fear that is so important is that we fear God. Because God is greater, God is bigger than whatever circumstance and challenge is going on around the globe in all of us right now. And it's this understanding that we can literally change the source of that fire. We can change it from panic or we can change it from peace depending on what we do next. Is your home a haven for peace or is it panic central? Are you the hoarders? Are you freaking out right now about do we have toilet paper or do we have paper towels or, you know, what's going on in your thinking right now? And we're so grateful that we live in the UK and that we have good leadership. We, we're so thankful that right now we have a plan as a nation so that we, together we can respond through this. We can trust the leaders that we have today, our politicians. We can trust the NHS system that are working so tirelessly and we pray for all of the different people involved from doctors and nurses and all the first responders that are working tirelessly to keep us strong. We can look at the news cycles right now that tell us all of the people that are sick with this pandemic or we can take a choice to look at other people that are already well and have recovered from COVID-19. I personally spoke to a pastor who had COVID-19 and he lived in Germany and he contracted this about a month ago and became sick. Well, you know, after three weeks, he was totally well and healthy and whole. And I'd like to focus more on the good news reports about people recovering out of this sickness so we minimize fear and we maximize faith. Next, I want to focus on this, that Jesus is the peace giver. 
He's the peace giver. John 14 talks about how he gives us peace. So here's the question I wanna ask. How much more peace can you receive? See, that receiving like this changes the way we think. In other words, if we can receive more, then we should. Then God's ready to give it to us. And it's this sense of being overwhelmed by panic that is sweeping over so many, which is why I wanna go back to Isaiah chapter 43, verse two, which says this. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And when you pass through the rivers, they will not sweep over you. We don't have to be swept by the fears around us because we are anchored in the living Christ, the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Whatever we're going through, we can trust him for good things to happen in our lives. And finally, I want to take the last few minutes I have to focus on this. After we focus on receiving peace and asking ourselves the question, how can we grow more peace in our life? I'm going to ask you, how can you move the needle? How can you move the needle from where you are right now today to grow more peace in your life? You know, I love to think about uh, driving. I love to drive. I love to drive all kinds of vehicles, whether it's a car or a motorcycle, whatever it is, I enjoy that. And there's a needle on that. One is a speedometer and another one is a fuel gauge. And the fuel gauge needle is often focused on empty in my life, empty on my car's life. And, you know, I want to make sure that I don't run my car on empty, but I run it on being full. And I still remember when I learned this, when Charlotte and I, my wife now that have been married for over 24 years, one day I picked her up early on in our marriage and we drove to church. And on the way, yep, for sure, I let the needle gauge go too close to the E. And so I ran out of petrol. And that was not a good experience. And I decided and determined from that moment, I would always see how close I could get my petrol tanks full of fuel instead of empty. And so I like to think of it as move the needle. Move the needle from empty to full. And in that same way, we can decide right now to move the needle. To move the needle from what it means to be full of fear to having more faith. And so in this season, when we're tempted to be full of panic, let's decide not to just be panic-free, but just slightly move the needle. Just move it in the direction of peace. Rather than go to bed anxious and thinking and worried, fill your mind with the Word of God. Let the worship that we started this with, let it fill your mind how God is for us. To a thousand generation, he's, he is for us, for every single one of us. He is for our grandparents, he is for our children, he is for our children's children in this season. So moving the needle is what Psalm 91 is all about. Making a decision to find promises in the word of God and then to declare them over your life is what I've been practicing, which is helping me to move the needle. And so I'm gonna give you an assignment and the assignment is Psalm 91. I'm reading from the message version where it says this. You who sit down in the high God's presence, spend the night in Shaddai's shadow. Say this, God, you're my refuge. I trust in you and I am safe. That's right, he rescues you from hidden traps, shields you from deadly hazards. His huge outstretched arms protect you. Under them, you're perfectly safe. His arms fend off all harm. That is such an incredible promise that we can live in. 
And that promise protects us spiritually, but it also helps us to prepare naturally. We should prepare naturally right now in all of the different challenges that we're facing. We should prepare as best as we're able. We should prepare by you know, doing the right things, having the right foods and having the right things and topping up our immune system, the best ability that we can do. But also after we do all those practical things, we should equip ourselves spiritually so that we together can have a sense of faith. And that's why Psalm 121, I love it so much, I wanna read it to you, says the Lord will keep you from all harm. He'll watch over your life. The Lord will watch over your coming and going, both now and forevermore. That promise of God, Psalm 91 and Psalm 121, I wanna make your assignment. Every time you switch the news on, go ahead, watch the news, find out what's going on. But then remember, recite, declare the word of God over your life and know, no matter how difficult things get in the next few weeks ahead, the next few months ahead, God is still with us. That's why Jesus is our ever-present help in time of need. What I'm talking about is literally you can be in whatever challenge that you're facing and you can cry out to Jesus and he will help you move the needle from this sense of panic inside of you where you feel out of control, where understanding that God is the God of all control. God can help us respond in the right way so that together we can make a difference to so many other people. So I wanted you to sum up by, by just reminding you and asking you the question, how much more peace can you receive? And remember that Jesus is your peace giver, that he has the power to give it and to make your world to be in peace. And finally, to move the needle. Jesus said this, he said, blessed are the peacemakers in Matthew chapter five. And in this season, we have the opportunity to receive peace and take that peace from Jesus to grow it in our lives and then to be peacemakers wherever we go to put a smile on our face when we're out in the public, when we're out in different circumstances, and if we see people, sure we can keep our social distancing, we can stay in that place where we're a little bit a meter apart, whatever the government guidelines say, we wanna make sure that we abide by those things, but we can also have a smile on our face because we know that we can be peacemakers in every single situation of life. I wanna close in prayer right now and just take this moment just to to reach in together, and this is my prayer as we finish, that, that we would have a pandemic, not just a panic, not just a pandemic of virus, but a pandemic of peace, that we would see peace explode across our world today, that peace would come because we realize that God is for us, and because God is for us, nobody can be against us. So right now, our homes can be transformed, not to a place where fear grows, but where we declare faith and peace and let our homes be undisturbed places of rest. Come on, let's pray. Jesus, we thank you that you are our perfect peace. Jesus, we thank you that in all the challenges and struggle and trial and uncertainty that we face, Jesus, we know that your peace can grow. So Holy Spirit, thank you that you're with us right now. Help us to move the needle, to increase peace, and to have the panic and the sense that we're out of control, have that continue to dissipate and degrade and get the, the understanding of how good you are, oh God. Lord, we thank you that you're with us right now. Wherever two or three agree, right now in the kitchens and the living rooms and our homes, 
We thank you, Jesus, that you're with us. You're with us at Life Church and every place we go. And we thank you, Jesus, that Life Church is not just a service, it's the community of God's people. And we thank you, Jesus, that in all the things that we're facing, we're facing it together. Amen. And as we finish, we finish with that prayer, I wanna remind you that one of the greatest ways that you can transform your peace is simply by doing what we just did, by praying. Crying out to God and asking Him in the uncertain moments, in the dark moments of your soul, asking Jesus to come in and help us. And if we can pray, then love can increase. And as love increases, we can wage war on the enemy of our soul, which is panic and fear. So in this season, we can literally see more and more peace increase. Hey, thank you so much for watching. We pray to God that you've been impacted by how great God's Word is, by how great God's plan is for your life. But I do want to say, if you need prayer for anything, then drop us a line, drop us an email. We would love to hear from you so that we can pray for you and just continue on this journey of building life together. Have a great week, month, year ahead.